Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Talk. In this episode, we have a very beautiful guest with us today, Holly Haynes. How are you? Oh, you're so sweet. I'm great. How are you? Oh, you are. I'm so good, too. So happy (laughs) to have you here. So before we start, tell us a little bit more about you, your purpose, and just who you are. Yes. So as many people listening may know, I'm the current Miss Georgia USA for 2022, and I'll be representing the Peach Shade at Miss USA later this fall. Still TBD on when that will be. But outside of pageant life, um, I'm a sister, a daughter, a friend, and I'm also an advocate for self-esteem and self-confidence for our youth. Um, I'm a businesswoman. I studied marketing at the University of Georgia, and I'm also a model actress and singer. So lots of different things. Yeah. I mean, you do, you're like the jack of all trades, honestly. (laughs) I mean, you do so much. Thank you. I love all of that. So really to kick this off, I do want to dig into kind of your modeling. I've been kind of dedicating this season to models. So you are signed with, I think you're, you're with Select, right? Yes. You are. Okay. Awesome. So can you just dig into your experience? You know, how was that for you? And how old were you when you started modeling? Yeah, I have been wanting to get into the modeling industry and just entertainment in general for so many years. But I, I, I actually wanted to take a gap year between high school and college to pursue that. But my parents were like, no, you need to get your degree first. You'll never go back. So yeah. I figured I worked really hard to get to UGA. And so I did that first. But um, I'm a very spiritual person. So I was just praying about it and saying, you know, if this is what you want me to do, then you're going to have to make it happen because I have no idea where to start. And in February, I won Miss George USA and my agent, who was a scout at the time to me, um, she was there watching and she reached out to me after Miss George USA and said, you know, we would love to work with you. We'd love to sign you. So I went down and met with her. Um, and she is just absolutely amazing and is great at developing models and really honing in on your strengths, but also your weaknesses. She would never say mm-hmm. that part. She say, <laughs> you know, we have to work on these things. So yeah. for me, you know, I've, I've been doing pageants for about six years now. I got my start in the Miss America organization. So this was my first year competing in USA, but wow. yeah, for me, it's just kind of changing that the script a little bit and thinking, okay, I have to be more like a hanger for these clothes, less about my personality and and all of that. But she was saying that they love pageant girls because we know how to communicate and work with different kinds of people, which is something that, you know, I always tell people pageants have given me so many skills. And that is certainly one of them. Um, I'm not scared of any interview question at all. (laughs) Especially. Wow. Yeah. And like speaking of your pageantry, um, you are Miss Georgia USA. And that is such a huge accomplishment. I need an applaud button on this thing. (laughs) I'm still figuring out. Um, That's so incredible. And that title within itself, I think that's like, well, that's first of all, that's a huge title to have. And also carrying that title around with you, how does that make you feel like, what is that feeling having that title? Oh my gosh. It literally feels like a dream every day waking <laughs> up and, and realizing that I'm representing my home state on the national stage. And, you know, I, I think I'd be lying if I said that there weren't some difficult moments for sure. Right. I mean, it's not all rainbows and sunshine all of the time, but this is a goal. Like I said earlier, it's been a six year goal to be able to represent my state at the national level. And 
an MAO, I was told no five different times. Wow. And yeah, I, I came close to winning Miss Georgia America last June. I was second runner up. So for me, I was just like, okay, if I don't win Miss Georgia, I'll try Miss Georgia USA one time just to see how it goes. Because for me, it's so much more than just me. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to advocate for my program and to Absolutely. teach America's youth that they are enough. And I think that especially right now in this current climate, that's what they need. They just need someone to show up and to be a mentor and a role model for them. So that's how I view my title. It's so much more than just, I get to wear pretty dresses and right. I get to walk on a stage. You know, for me, it's it's deeper than that. And I think that the idea of pageantry reimagined, which is the new Miss USA slogan, right. I think that that goes hand in hand with it because, you know, you get a year of being Miss whoever, but what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And that's so true. why I compete in pageants. It gives you a platform and a voice to reach more people. Um, so I just think that's that right. having that message is so important, especially absolutely. right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very well said. And I do want to speak on your program. So you are the founder yeah. of I Am Enough. And I find that platform so beautiful, um, especially, you. you know, because it is to, you know, have that message of, you know, you're not alone. And I really wanted mm -hmm. to have you dig into that because that is so, so, so important. Um, this platform myself, you know, Raw Talk, this is my platform. And um, you're so right about just having a good platform where people can relate and you know, take something from. So how did you really found, you know, not found, <laughs> how did you really <laughs> find that? And, uh, you know, how did you really dig into that? Oh, a thousand percent. And when you reached out to me, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great partnership because Yay! I'm all about, <laughs> oh, I'm all about I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Because seriously, being real and genuine in this day and age with social media being the way that it is, and especially in the industries that we are in, so I think is so important. And it's not saying that you, know, you can't be glamorous, you can't be beautiful, all those things, because you certainly can. But when I have people follow me and talk to me, I want them to know that there's so much more to me and that I'm not afraid to be vulnerable. So yes. as far as I am enough goes, it really started with my own personal journey when I was in elementary school and middle school, I really struggled with my self-confidence and my self-esteem. Um, I was just a little bit different than my peers. I was really, really skinny. Mm -hmm. um, I was bullied for that. Kids said that I had eating disorders when I didn't. I would come home and eat a box of Cheez-Its and drink Dr. Pepper every day trying to gain weight. Yeah, um, Just they wouldn't, you know, comment on that. And just the typical kind of mean girl things that was, you know, being excluded from cliques and stuff yeah. like that. So when you're in that mindset as a developing adolescent, it's very difficult. And especially in your middle school years, you don't want to listen to your parents. You think that they don't understand. So true. Um, and so I think that after my experience going through that and overcoming that, I became a young life leader in college. So I did that while I was a full-time college student and worked with middle school girls at a school called Athens Academy. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And so it's funny, I've worked with kids from all different backgrounds and demographics, but the common thread is that they are struggling. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter what kind of home they come from or what their socioeconomic status is. They all need somebody to be there for them. And the issues may be a little bit different, but at the end of the day, that threat is there. So seeing that, I really wanted to, to do something to help um, and to do something tangible. So I'm a very visual learner. So mm -hmm. when I was thinking about what could be the most effective thing, I wanted to have something that 
kids could take home with them and to kind of work through with their parents or a trusted adult. I wanted it to be more than just an hour where Ms. George USA comes and speaks to them. I wanted them to actually have something to carry with them throughout their lives. So I created the hashtag I'm enough program book, which you can get on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart. Yeah. All these different retailers. Yes. And you can buy that go through the program, like I said, with a trusted adult, or you can invite me to come to your organization or school and we can go through it together. But I also have an accompanying PowerPoint that I do with kids, just different activities, depending on who I'm speaking to and how big the group is. But essentially the program is, is um, broken down into three different pillars. So different activities go along with teaching kids to be confident in what makes them unique, mm-hmm. to learn social media etiquette and to balance their lives or, you know, to live a well-balanced life. And I think especially like, like I said earlier, right now with (laughs) the mental health crisis, with our youth, especially after COVID, Mm -hmm. it's just really important. Um, And so that's, that's kind of the baseline of my program and why I created it. But I've heard a great commentary about it. And I'm just so excited to continue to reach out to people across my state and to kids across my state. I have some things yeah. in the works. Um, so That's I'm awesome. really, really excited. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, and I asked a lot of my guests on the show, because I, I asked myself this question a lot, you know, growing up, you know, you were bullied, you did go through mm-hmm. a lot. Um, did you ever think that you'd ever have a, a platform like this to help other kids that were once in the same position that, you know, you were? Oh, my goodness. I never thought <laughs> in a million years, I would compete in pageants in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't start competing until my sophomore year of college, but no, when I was growing up, I was very much a tomboy. People are always shocked when I say that, but I played baseball with my brother. I was the girl that played football and kickball with the boys at recess instead of American Idol and house. <laughs> um, so when I told my friends that I was thinking about competing in pageants, they were like, what? <laughs> so um, but seriously, it, it's been incredible and I've grown so much and from other women that I've talked to who compete in pageants, we have very similar stories mm-hmm. and everyone's yeah. speaking about something that they are so passionate about. And for me, I think, especially during my formative years, going through some mental health issues and bullying that really impacted me. Um, yeah. and a lot of kids are not as fortunate as I was to have the support system behind me have a wonderful family and wonderful friends. And so they're kind of just alone in that and they Mm -hmm. don't know where to turn. And so, you know, study after study shows that kids who have mentors in their lives, people who show up and listen to them are way better off in their future, in their careers, in their successes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I just think having a little hand in that goes a long way. Oh, true. Yeah. And this is also in correlation to mental health. And Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to get your take on this as well. Um, So from your life, you know, your childhood life to now, um, you know, how has that really shaped you mentally? You know, did you have any Mm -hmm. mental health, you know, obstacles that you had to face? And, you know, if you did, how did you really, you know, overcome those? Or are you still overcoming those? 
Yeah, I experienced my first bout with depression when I was in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. That was a really challenging year. I moved across Metro Atlanta. So that's where I'm from originally is okay. Metro Atlanta. And so we moved for my dad's job. But seventh grade is the middle of middle school. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. It is. It's the worst. Let's just call it how it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, it was very challenging from a social perspective and just internally. Um, I was really struggling and I didn't know what I was experiencing. Mm. And thankfully kids now it's becoming more of a conversation, but back then it was just kind of like, I am, you know, perpetually just sad and um, just really struggling with the thoughts that I was having. And eventually I kind of got over the hump a little bit, but for me, it's come in waves throughout my life. So like every few years, if I experience something in my personal life, that's really challenging. It can kind of spark it. Or if Mm -hmm. I wear myself down by working too hard, because honestly, that's one of my biggest weaknesses is learning how to rest. (laughs) I can just kind of go, go, go. And then I don't realize where I am internally. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I certainly have struggled with depression and anxiety in my life. And the kids that I work with, I I explain that to them if they're old enough to understand that mm-hmm. because I want them to understand that they're not alone and that exactly someone who on the outside, it can seem like they are quote unquote perfect or have it all together. Right. A lot of the times they're doing that to cover up how they're really feeling inside. So true. And yeah. And so I just think that having honest conversations with each other, truly having deep relationships and deep connections, that's what helps people knowing that you have someone to talk to is really important. So for me, what really saved me, I talk about it all the time, is my faith. Um, Just understanding that I have inherent worth simply because I am a child of God. That is Mm. understanding that and truly believing that is what saved me and saves me every day still. Um, And so the the organization I worked with in college, Young Life, it is a ministry organization. So that's kind of the angle that I – came from in college. Um, Obviously, with my program, I know I'm reaching kids from all different backgrounds. So I am honest about, you know, how I overcame that. But I know that a lot of people may feel differently. So that's why we kind of focus on just, you know, your self esteem and confidence and understanding that you have inherent worth. Um, and, And saying that I am enough is not saying that I am perfect, and I have nothing to work on. It's just saying I am a human, and I have inherent worth and people care. Yeah. Oh, so very well said. And I can relate to that. So many other people can relate to that. Um, I love that you also, you know, it's, it is, it, I mean, obviously it is advocacy work, but it's also spreading that genuine message. And mm-hmm. we both know you and I, it's like, you know, you can go on social media and there's a lot of platforms that are not real. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yeah. And they're very disingenuous. So seeing a platform like yours be so real and so open and so honest and, you know, it just really, really makes me happy. And again, like, I'm just like, so happy that you're doing this. Again, like, I was one of those kids, too. Like, I can relate to you so much in that aspect. I mean, I was not perfect. You know, I wasn't, I mean, I'm still not perfect. But especially (laughs) in middle school, I mean, like, oh, my God, no, like, middle school is rough. So it is rough. Yeah, like, I can relate to that. Like, I wasn't cool in middle school. Heck no. No, no, no. Me either. Um, (laughs) But, you know, just seeing how much you've grown and what you've done, it's it's so, so inspiring for me to to see that. So I want to thank you personally for this thank you well thank you that means so much to me I I just 
I don't want the focus to be on me. Like that is not my goal at all. Right. Um, but I really do just feel like I'm meant to spread this message. And I'm just so thankful that I have a platform to, be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also too, before I let you go, I have a few more questions to ask you. So as yes. far as your work and yourself and everything that you've done so far, um, what, what is next for you? You know, where do you really want to see yourself go with the projects and yeah. you know everything that you've really done? The sky is the limit. Oh, and... I love that. <laughs> love it. I, oh my gosh. I am so excited to see what's next. Honestly, I don't have a definitive answer for you just because um, I've been Miss George USA for a few months now and Miss USA, we still don't know when that will be. Right. So as of right now, I'm just kind of in this waiting period, which in time, times past, I've been kind of afraid of those because I like to have goals. I like to have things that I'm working towards. But um, as far as just day-to-day things, it's preparing for Miss USA and figuring out kind of where I want to take my program. Because even after your year is done, you always have that state title and those connections that you can use to your advantage if you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I just don't want to waste this opportunity. But Certainly spreading my program across the state. I'm trying to schedule a meeting with my governor and the first lady of Georgia to try to implement, yeah, to try to implement my program or just different tenets of it into our school curriculum. Because I think, yeah, because I just think that that's so needed in every school across the state, not just schools that, you know, choose to have it. Right. But um, so that's a goal of mine. And then also, you know, winning Miss USA would be great. That's a big goal. I'm written free, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And then, yeah, I mean, I I am living my dream modeling. I want to get more into acting as well and just continuing to sing on a regular basis and perform professionally. That's always been a dream of mine. Um, And then also. This is a, a future goal, but one that I'm, I guess, you know, working on right now too. But I do want to be the CEO of my own sustainable fashion company one day that focuses Ooh. on, yeah, that focuses on STEM and philanthropic efforts. So like I mentioned earlier, I was a marketing major at UGA and had a fashion minor and leadership certificate. So for me, I've always been kind of a natural leader and I love to, you know, work on myself or work, sorry, work for myself. Yeah. Um, and to have a, a meaning behind everything that I do, I don't just want to have a company just to have a company. I want it to actually have a purpose and to make an impact on the world as well. Wow. Yeah. And you're like, you're in your early twenties, right? I'm 26. You're 26. Yeah, so, wow. Oh, okay. So sadly not my early twenties. Oh, I know it's weird. Well, <laughs> you're still young. We're still, I'm 24. So I mean, we're still oh young, gosh. right? But yes, we times. are. We are, yeah. right? <laughs> it's just a number. But I mean, wow. Yeah, I mean, you're like doing so much. Only I mean, 26 is so, so young and you've accomplished so much. And I love having women on the show like you that just are so multifaceted and yet have a vision. I think that's so rare to see. So, oh my <laughs> gosh. But wow, this has been like so nice speaking to you. And oh my gosh, I, I almost forgot. Whoops. <laughs> I oh, almost forgot. I always, it's so funny. Every time I do this, I always forget. Oh, I don't know what it is, but I always ask <laughs> everyone on my podcast. <laughs> What would you say is one word or quote that you live by or something that you've learned so far about yourself this year? Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a pageant question. (laughs) It is a pageant question. Oh my word. Okay. I would say one thing that I've really learned this year is that the general public, they only see the product, not the process. Yes. And I think a lot of 
<clears throat> excuse me, I have a little bit of a cold right now. Oh no, worries. um, a lot of people they don't understand what it takes to get to a state title holder position, mm-hmm. right? And um, I think this year I've learned that I have a lot more strength internally than I realized, and oh, it's God. important to like lean on the people in your life. And you can't do everything alone. I've been so independent my whole life, but I think this year it's been very humbling to understand how much I need my community. Um, And I think that, especially after COVID, that's put things in perspective even more that we have to lean on each other and the people that that love and trust us. Um, I think that that's been very heightened and highlighted this year, as Ms. George USA. So true. Yeah, you can only do so much on your own. So it's mm-hmm. so important to have those support systems. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. For sure. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been amazing speaking <laughs> with you, Holly. You're such a bright soul. And I was like, I'm honored to have you oh. on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've never been on a podcast before. So Ooh. this was a dream come true, too. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yay. Yay. Um, 